0: You're listening to the Rotten Gems Podcast. A show where three dudes talk about movies we love.
1: That critics thought were unlegit and therefore must quit.
0: Let's get rotten.
1: If you're still listening, whether it's on purpose or you actually just love the not so soothing sound of our voices and they help you go to sleep, well, we thank you. And who exactly is we? Well, let me introduce you to my co-host.
0: I'm Keenan. And I'm Marcus.
1: That's right. What is up, shitheads? I just found this bag of fireworks in the men's restroom. Would you like to light them off? (laughs) If, (laughs) (laughs) If you know the quote. That's right, guys. Today we're talking about Hot Rod, starring Andy Samberg, Isla Fisher, Ian McShane, and... Those are just the top-billed ones. There's so many people in this movie. So many gems, as we'll call them. Um, but for those of you at home, if you haven't seen the movie Hot Rod and you want to keep listening, um, just know you'll be spoiled. But it is a movie that came out in 2007. So here's your one and only spoiler warning for a 13-year-old movie. Uh, I assume you said, damn it, because you had a joke written down about that.
0: <laughs> no. No, I, I just got not be laughing more than I expected. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Uh, now, Kenny Marcus, you guys you guys have seen this movie, right? Of
0: course. Once or twice or 20, 20,
1: 20 times. times. <laughs> um, so if you haven't seen Hot Rod, here's a quick little synopsis of it that we got from Flickster. It says, for Rod Kimball, Andy Samberg, uh, performing stunts is a way of life, even though he is rather accident prone. Poor Rod cannot even get any respect from his stepfather, Frank, Ian McShane, who beats him up in weekly sparring matches. When Frank falls ill, Rod devises his most outrageous stunt yet to raise the money for Frank's operation, and then Rod will kick Frank's butt. Uh, quite a interesting plot. I, I remember when I just rewatched this like last this last week, I'm like, I forgot what the plot of this movie was, other than just them being
2: themselves. Constant jokes.
1: Right. <laughs> Um, it it kind of reminded me of like Napoleon Dynamite, which also had the same things. Like, what is the plot of that movie other than getting Pedro elected?
2: It's funny though, that you mentioned Napoleon Dynamite because I was talking to my wife, uh, when we were watching this movie and she mentioned Napoleon Dynamite and we were talking about how much funnier this movie is than Napoleon Dynamite, but we won't be able to see, we won't be able to do Napoleon Dynamite on this podcast because it it, I think it's like a 71 tomato rotten rating.
1: Yeah, I remember when we were looking at movies that we were hypothesizing we would talk about, that one did come up, and we just were just like, I oh, don't know, we can't do that, which completely agreed. This movie is way funnier than that, so I, I don't know why this is rated low. Um, but speaking of rated low, how do you guys think this movie scored with critics?
2: Well, uh... <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I because, like I mentioned, I was having a conversation with my wife about this. I looked it up to compare it to Napoleon Dynamite, so I don't want to cheat. I already know.
0: (laughs) I'll go with a hot take here. And take a guess at 99% overall.
1: Um, that would be great, and I wish it was, but if that was the case, we would not be talking <laughs> about it. Um, why don't you go ahead and knock 60 off that number, Keenan, and bring us down to 39% on Rotten Tomatoes? This had. Uh,
2: Travesty. Yes. Ridiculous.
1: Luckily, though, it did at least have a 64% audience score, which does give it the certified fresh rating with audiences, and it scored a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. That is 6.7 jumped buses, 6.7 punches to the face by Frank, or 6.7 glasses of Kool Aid, but not cherry because they upset my stomach out of 10. <laughs> um, and of that 6.7, that was 75,642 votes on IMDb. So once again, I trust the fans, and I feel like that'll be a recurring theme we have here on the show. Um, with that being said, though, guys, what is your what was your first impression of the movie? Do you remember watching it the first time? Give us,
0: give Again, us the scene. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is one that Marcus and I went and saw in theaters together. And I think it's one that we had to rewatch because there were so many scenes that you're laughing so hard, you miss an entire joke right after it.
1: Definitely. Um this movie, I forgot how quotable it was. And I also forgot how many things I like say in my everyday life that are from this movie. Like they've just been grained into my speech. Ingrained is the word, not grained. Um, we're not talking about wheat or.
0: <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> wood? We're <wrong. laughs> great. I don't know. Uh, we're pivoting into a woodworking podcast. Instead of
1: wheat, but wood works too. Uh, oh, uh, woodworks too. Oh, works.
0: Okay. We're.
1: Ah. Um. Yeah, I, I actually didn't even see this movie in theaters. I didn't see it until it first came out on uh, DVD. I was, this is 2007, this came out. So we'll say like a year. I, I remember I was like in my sophomore year of, of high school, I think, when this came out. And my friend Tyler owned this movie. And I would just go hang out at his house like every every week. And we watched this movie so many times. He had just gotten a, like a like a new plasma TV for his room. And we would just put this on, and then like when I crashed there, we would fall asleep watching this. Well, when you put on a DVD and you watch the movie, when it ends, it just goes back to the title screen. But we would watch this movie all the time, and we would both fall asleep, and then like the movie would still be playing. It got to the point where the words Hot Rod on his uh, DVD loading menu were burned Uh, into into the TV, (laughs) which... If you're gonna burn a movie into the TV, I'm glad it was this one. But that was whenever I see a little TV of that here, you know, like a 32 inch plasma. Every time I see a TV that size, I just picture it having the word "hot rod" on it for some reason. Now uh, it's pretty funny.
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna be a pretty common occurrence for a lot of these movies that we talk about that me and Keenan watched in theaters, especially in that like 2005 to. 2015 range
0: you know before that was we Brian had kids and Marcus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was... when we were allowed to leave the house
1: ah, yes um that was my good old high school years i f- always forget how much younger i am than you guys
2: <laughs> uh 2007 is when me and keenan graduated
1: oh yeah right, right this year perfect or the year this came out um so you guys saw it together. What was your, what were your first impressions of it?
2: Instant classic. Instant classic.
1: Um, I, I watched this movie like probably like 15 times, like in the span of a month when he, when he had it. And then I'd never really watched it again until like a few years ago. And then again, like this week when I rewatched it for this and it's just, Still amazing. You know, I know we, we like a lot of these movies that we have and we Will talked about on the show, but part of me just wonders, like, if it's just going to be, like, a nostalgia thing. Like, if we saw a movie a long time ago and we long for times better than what we currently have in the year 2020. Uh, but this movie still held up, I thought. Like, I, I'm always afraid rewatching movies that I love because I'm like, oh, am I going to find out this is problematic? Um, I I didn't really have that here with this one what do you guys think
0: yeah same i felt the same way as i did when i watched it in 2007 yeah.
1: there, are, yeah. there are there are a few time, there were a few lines in the movie i'm like oh okay well maybe i would have said that a little
2: differently but I, well and one thing i mean they don't this movie it, it kind of looks like it kind of takes place it could take place in any time period really there's no real cell phones or anything that can date it. Uh, right, that's
0: that's something I was thinking about the entire time I was watching it. Obviously,
2: and... Rod is, you know, kind of stuck being a teenager. So he's in the, like, weird, uh, uh, like, 80s uh, metal music. And, and, yeah, I think it's just because of the way the movie looks and stuff, it... it will probably last the test of time.
1: So it's funny that you said that he was like a teenager because when I'm rewatching it this time, I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, is he supposed to be an adult man who just is like very childish or, or is he like, was he, are they actually playing teenagers? And they're like, just go with it. Instead they had 28 year old Andy Samberg playing the role of a teenager. <laughs> like they never really like set anyone's age and also just like what Kevin wears. Which is
2: <laughs> yeah, which is like a little boy. <laughs> <like>. boys outfit. <laughs> uh, my my only the only hint that they really give is obviously how old his mom is, and then uh, that uh, Denise went to college, and I'm assuming they don't necessarily say it, but I'm assuming she went to high school with Rod. True. She, uh,
1: she did look really uh, pretty in that one scene. <laughs> what
0: would you say? I
2: said she looked shitty. <laughs> good
0: night. <laughs>
1: I really hoped you would take the setup, and I'm so glad that you did.
0: <laughs> you know I'm good for a setup. <laughs> Anytime.
1: Uh, speaking of setting up, there were uh, a lot of stunts that needed to be set up in this, in this film, and I, I just remember watching, like, in the very opening scene when he takes that spill, like, I'm just like, Wondering how much these stunt doubles got paid because there had to be a few for sure, and also like some of these stunts are just ridiculous. And I actually read um, that that first stunt uh, here. I wrote it down. I said during the filming of the opening scene where Rod attempts jumping over the bus, the stuntman playing Rod actually broke his leg. And I did not know. I did not know
2: that.
0: <laughs> Should have been a better stunt, life. Life of a stuntman. Um, (laughs) But uh, I I did actually look into it a little bit, too. And there's actually a funny joke about the stuntmen. Uh, They were actually given uh, prosthetic noses to match Andy (laughs) Samberg's nose. But they also requested that the nose were larger than his, (laughs) just to make him feel inferior.
1: (laughs) Okay, but like... That is an example of, like, a friendship that I would love on a movie set. Um, you know, the, the it's got the trio, you know, Akiva, Yorma, and Andy Samberg here, of course. Um, I've known Andy! <laughs> My name's that's
0: a- a, Andy. That's an awesome tag <laughs> yes. right
1: there. I play sports. I also enjoy building <laughs> forts. Yeah, I remember, like, when I was just a kid and I didn't even know what they looked like. I heard that song before I had seen any of them, and then to to one day put a face to the name, to all the names, was great. But I just they just seemed like they'd be, like, such fun dudes to hang out with, and I'm, like, can you imagine making a movie with your best buds? Like, just doing what you want? That I just can sounds awesome. I
2: imagine
0: making a podcast with my best buds. Who does that? <laughs> Stay tuned, <laughs> listeners. Ron Gems movie, coming soon. soon. Um,
1: probably in, like, the next... Decade, 20,
0: twenty,
2: yeah. The next <laughs> pandemic.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll catch you
2: next time. Next,
1: <laughs> next flu. Next time
2: we're all stuck in the house.
1: Twenty two, seventy two. Um, but the the stuntman like absolutely credit credit to them. The the opening scene just looks so rough, but I still think my favorite stunt worthy scene in the whole movie was after Rod uh, punched dance his anger out and tumbled down the hill forever. Uh. I actually found, I was like, I wonder how long that was. And I looked it up. He actually falls down that hill in that scene for a total of
0: 47
1: seconds, which is
0: wild. <laughs> I legitimately got out my timer and timed that scene you? just to see if I could. <laughs> and, and I got 47 seconds exact. Perfect. <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't know. Like if, if I'm the stuntman who broke his leg, would I be like, oh, yeah, that was the movie I broke my leg in? Or would I, like, show all my friends and be like, yes, you see this scene? Yeah, I broke my leg right there. Isn't that awesome? So I, I don't know the mentality of a stuntman, nor will I ever. But I, uh, if you're a stuntman listener, write us in. T- tell us what stunts you've done and how you felt doing them.
2: I would imagine they would love working for this movie because it's all about the stunts. I, I would think that... They're the star.
1: True. Did you ever, Did you guys ever play that Stuntman game on PlayStation Two? I thought that was the coolest thing.
0: The driving one. Yeah, I,
1: I can't. I don't know if they get.
0: <laughs> I played that like three months ago. Really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was. Uh, what was it called? Was it, was it called Stuntman or something?
0: The one I have is Stuntman Ignition, and I love that game.
1: Maybe that was it. I, I don't. I don't know why, but I still remember the tr- the commercial from the TV when it aired and the, the announcer guy's like, while all the pretty little actors are sitting in the trailers, the stuntmen are out halving all the, and then it bleeped, fun. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, so cool. Like child Brett thought that was the coolest thing ever. That was like when I first was exposed to Grand Theft Auto. And another thing is like how, how quotable this movie is. I know we talked about that before. And I, I know I work with you, Kenan. So I, I, we quote this stuff all the time, but uh, like every now and then we'll be in a meeting and someone will ask Keenan to do something. And he just looks at them and he goes, where do you get off? And I think I'm the only <laughs> one in the room that knows what he's talking about.
0: All you need is one. Is what I always say. I said it one um, are
1: you, you going to say that yeah, every episode?
2: I... <laughs> <laughs> Reoccurring theme. Thanks. I'm, I'm with you, Brett. I, uh, I think I quote this movie so much without even thinking about the actual movie. I just it's just one of those movies. I there's a couple movies out there. I think Pineapple Express is like a similar one where I just, you know, use the lines constantly and I don't think about where the where they came from. It's like uh or like one of my favorite gifts that I like to send. Is,
0: whoa, 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 whoa.
2: Uh, I know, I know. You like to yeah. say GIF.
0: GIFs. I'm going to
2: say GIF and I'm going to say Ugh. it's going to be something you guys are going to have to deal with.
1: Well, I'm, I'm with you. It's GIF. And actually, to quote uh, Chelsea Peretti on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, another Andy Samberg classic, uh, it is GIF. Some people say syrup and they're wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to quote the creator of GIFs, it's GIF.
1: Okay, but the creator was wrong. Do you know how many times people make things and it doesn't work the way
0: they intended? Do, do you want to know? Uh... <laughs> I don't have the stats on that. <laughs> well, then all your. <laughs> arguments. But time out. Hey. Time out. Time out. Time out. Uh, can you pronounce this word for me? G E M. Gem. Gem.
1: Next dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I risk my case. Okay, fine. Here's my argument. Let's let's go ask the guy who invented nitroglycerin what he intended it for. Oh, we can't. He blew himself up.
0: <laughs> but he still made it, and he can name it whatever he wants.
2: I mean, anyway. someone someone could change it, and he wouldn't know. I I am never gonna say Jif, because it just sounds weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can I was opening all my uh, gifts I got on my birthday, and, you know, it <laughs> really made me wonder why I hang out with people that say gifts.
0: <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> it's so hard being friends with people who are wrong all the time.
2: One of my favorite gifts that I like to use is uh, Bill Hader, and it's just like, I am just green, or I'm just green with jealous rage right now. And he's smiling and nodding. <laughs> I love music uh, constantly.
1: And uh, another thing I like, one of the things I say all the time is, um, came from Bill Hader in this movie, when there when he's at the, I don't know, what is it, like the restaurant or wherever in the beginning? She's like, why do you call yourself Voltron? He's like, uh, maybe because it's super badass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can we just flex this into a Bill Hater podcast? Because well, I, mean, I
2: love Bill. Oh, Hader. for sure. Well, let's hold on there because
0: Danny McBride
2: was also everything. He said in this movie was a classic.
1: Oh, absolutely. I I still think my favorite line in the whole movie came from Danny McBride when uh, Rod does the the luge down the the hill and crashes into the trailer, and the guy comes out. <laughs> He's like, i kick your ass. And he's like, he like slams him. I'm freaking pumped. I've been drinking green tea all
2: goddamn day. And even like the whole thing he says is hilarious. He's like, I go to church all GD or every GD Sunday. You're going to bring the demons out of me. Damn, the beating the crap out of him.
1: I, I probably would not like his character in real life, but.
2: Oh, absolutely he, not.
1: The actor. Great, 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 great guy.
0: He's somebody to defend you, though. Got to admit that. Very true. <laughs> yeah. You definitely want him in your crew.
1: I don't know that I would have liked Kevin's character. I do love Yorma in person. But I, I have to say, though, the, the Cool Beans song was probably another one of my favorites. <laughs> um, I actually read on that, too, that so Akiva, the, the director, he actually pulled that after they made it. But the scene was then edited again by Sandberg and... Uh, I, is it Tacone? To... Is it is it Tacone? I don't want to mispronounce his last name. I always uh, said Taconi. I, I believe just it's it was Tacone.
2: It was Tacone, but yeah, I don't know.
1: I'm going to say, I'm going to just, <laughs> we've covered our bases. Again, we're always going to mispronounce a name. So as long as one of us gets it right, then we've done them justice. But anyway, so Sandberg and Tacone, uh, And eventually, Schaefer Schaefer reinserted the scene in the last test screening, where it received high marks from the audience, with someone saying it was one of their favorite parts of the film. So, I'm glad that they reinserted it, because now every time I hear anybody say Cool Beans, that's what I can think of.
0: (laughs) sure that's part of my lingo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure for, like,
2: years after me and Kenan saw this movie, I think... 50% 50% of our text messages for a while were just us <laughs> saying cool beans to each other. <laughs>
1: uh, it, like even when people say it and like, I'm in a situation, like I was in a, I was in a meeting and someone said cool beans and like, I just started laughing to myself because I remember <laughs> the seat and they just look at me like, Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. But, um, but yeah, Seriously, all-star cast, everyone in this movie, like, I I love the whole Bill Hader, uh, Danny McBride crew, which, I mean, what was missing is, like, Seth Rogen, because I think Bill Hader, his best, like, buddy role was with uh, Seth Rogen in Superbad. Superbad. Yeah, the cops, oh my gosh, (laughs) amazing. Um, And they all just seem like such funny people, and it would be so fun to work with, or even just, like, hang around and watch them. And you know they're funny because I was reading that, like, so many of the scenes in this movie were just improvised. And they just went with it. And I'm so glad they did because they were all hilarious. So I'm just going to name off some scenes that I found were improvised. And um, they're all pretty memorable. So with the scene involving Rod ringing the bell over the pool, (laughs) followed by... The other guys uh, <laughs> singing along. Uh, that whole scene was improvised. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: the scene where Rod asks Kathy out, on a, out and starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> that was improvised. <laughs> uh, Rod riding his bike to the date with Kathy, Kathy uh, singing. Uh, when you're going on a date and you put on your shirt and you ride your bike to the date that was improvised as well um, but my favorite impro- improvisation of the whole movie was Will Arnett yelling babe, no way, babe no babe, wait was completely ad-libbed as the actor was trying to crack up the crew and had no idea that they would put the whole thing in the final cut
0: <laughs> <laughs> babe, go <no!" laughs> Oh, I love Willow, that. Such a funny dude. I think uh, tracking tracking back to when he asked the girl out. I wish that there was a deleted scene where you actually see her responding to that because I'm curious. Did she actually say yes? <laughs> did she say yes sarcastically? Did she say no and then he went back to the table and was just like, "Yeah, I totally got a date." And then was trying to pull it off and she went in for the double date.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was all That was all I ever thought happened was that he just made up getting, yeah, like I got her to date me. So in an attempt to make her jealous, which is a trope we, we've never seen. Um, but and then that's why she just didn't show up to the restaurant. So that was always my take. But I mean, I would love to see the alternate where like she couldn't show up to the date because she lost her fireworks in the bathroom. Had to she, had
0: a, she had another shift. Speaking <laughs> of
2: the bathrooms, the bathrooms here are just crazy.
1: <laughs> Such a weird little recurring joke in the movie. <laughs> I always love that when they have jokes and then they just don't explain anything behind it at all. <laughs> let's, let's celebrate. And they're all just popping bubble wrap.
2: <laughs> or... Uh, what like, and I was expecting you to say that this was one of the improvised scenes when it's just like cut back to the crew, and Danny McBride is like high fiving the other two <laughs> guys, forth. like real hard. <laughs> That's that how you how do it. It really <laughs> hurt. It's <laughs> so, like, what was that? What was the lead into that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I, I just was like, yeah, no, that looks like it hurt Impressive, let's move on <laughs> um, So, I think it's time for one of our favorite games, guys um, We we love pretty much everyone in this movie, but I think we got to pick three for a classic game of Bed, Wed, Behead Who who you guys got? Keenan, who's your pick?
0: Uh, I'm gonna go with Richardson Oh, that's a good one wasn't uh, even thinking Richardson. I was neither. <laughs> All right,
2: um, I'm gonna go a little different. I'm gonna go with uh, Rod's mom. Rod's
1: mom Richardson. <laughs> okay, then I think I have to go Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so bed wet had Richardson. <laughs> Ron's and Frank,
2: go. <laughs> Ooh, this is going to be tough. And, is it? And is I'm just going to yeah, say, say, we're all going to agree on this, I think. All right,
1: well, let, me, let me say my piece here. If, if you're choosing behead on Frank, you better try.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. All right, uh, I'll go first. Um, yeah, I, I am going to attempt to behead Frank. Because I think he'd be the hardest <laughs> to deal with.
1: Well, uh, so okay. It does sound tough, but you actually can grow a mustache, so I think you got it.
2: Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I can just wait for his heart to crap out again. Oof. Uh, and then I'll bed Richardson. Okay. And, cause he's just a fun guy. And then I'll wed Rod's mom because she just seemed like a sweet little wife. <laughs> she she dealt with Frank for 21 years or however they were married. She she does Probably sound
1: like a nice lady.
2: Cook you dinner. She'll take care of you.
1: I'm I'm actually in complete agreement with you. What do you got, Keenan? Same.
0: Yeah. Same. Richardson's got the moves in bed for sure. He definitely His proved mom. that <laughs> over and over. Another great scene that I feel like you just. <laughs> You miss it until the second time you're watching it through that he's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I i, I uh, I'm glad you brought him up. Because
2: I was like, yeah, as I was watching it, I was like, man, that Richardson, he's just a good guy. He's like, he just wants to be part of the crew. Uh, when they're watching the movie and everybody's laughing at uh, Rod, he, he defends him. He's like telling the people to shut up. And then at the end, when Rod crashes, he's, like, genuinely worried about him, you know? Let him in the crew. Just let him in.
1: I, I, he was in the moment he started dancing, to me at least.
2: Oh, and then it was, like, so sweet when when Rod's, like, he says his name. And Richardson's, like,
0: he knows my name. <laughs> Rod knows my name. <laughs> Can we, can we stop for a second and, and really think about, like, Rod in this movie? The entire time I feel like he's looked at as, like, a joke. But he probably has the most skills I've ever seen in a human being. To survive? Yeah. One, he can recognize an entire bag of jelly beans based on flavor alone. He, can, he survived emotional abuse from his stepfather for god knows how long (laughs) like 21 years dance he can dance like a motherfucker he has olympic skills on a beam he is legit too legit too legit to quit (laughs) and he can also survive a 40 second 47 second fall down a hill without taking a single scratch but, but 40
1: seconds underwater, just a little too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a little too much.
1: But everything else, yes, absolutely. Totally.
2: <laughs> and to be fair to Rod, I feel like most of his stunts that failed, a lot of it had to do with his equipment. That moped wasn't going to be fast enough to jump some of these things. I mean, but... he he
1: did have a little help, though, that we're overlooking. I mean... The spirit of the house cat, I think, really helped a, a lot. And <laughs> made the landing be as
0: graceful as it could be. So, Out of all the spirit animals, which would be yours?
1: It's, yeah, it's the house cat, for sure.
0: I go
2: just... uh, uh, probably totem spirit of the fox. Soul of an eagle.
0: Soul of a bottlenose dolphin. <laughs>
1: Just another completely random thing. I
0: was hoping one of
2: you guys would do a dolphin noise.
1: <laughs> Q, uh, hey, Marcus, how the uh, are you? And I can't do this much noise. Maybe we'll add it in post. Probably not.
2: <laughs> I'll write it
0: down.
1: All right, guys. Well, that brings us to our next game here. Um, you may know it as Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. We're going to play it a little different um 6 degrees of who pick someone in the movie who should we do
2: um my vote goes for Danny McBride
1: Danny McBride all right so Danny McBride too and then i just have i just googled random celebrity and i have like a website here and it gives me ooh macaulay culkin wow <laughs> <laughs> A good one, Danny McBride.
0: Is it? Is it a good one?
1: <laughs> we could we could do another one if you don't want to do
0: Michalico, okay? I think we can make it. It's just a very narrow avenue that we have to make it into. <laughs>
1: um, all right, so Danny McBride, you go first,
2: Marcus. All right, um, I'm gonna go with Danny McBride. Was in Pineapple Express with Seth Rogen.
1: Perfect. So Seth Rogan to oh, so much. Um, let's go Elizabeth Banks in Zack and Mary Make a corner.
0: Yeah, that's a funny one. All right. So Elizabeth Banks uh, <laughs> I want to use the same movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you need help with some movies? I think she was in uh...
0: she was in Hunger Games oh, yeah? with Jennifer Lawrence.
2: Hungry James. <laughs> call back. Sweet callback. It's your, it's your go there, oh, I'm Marcus. Sorry. It was. I was waiting for you to go. Uh okay. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. I'm gonna go with my my uh, good buddy Chris Pratt in Chris Pratt. Passengers. I believe is what it was called.
1: Oh, is that the spaceship one? Right, where they wake <laughs> up and like. Yeah. It, and,
2: yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. I don't uh, know. I've never seen it. it. It's
0: not a good look for Chris Pratt.
1: No. <laughs> no.
2: Uh-huh.
1: All right. So
0: it won't be featured on this podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah. Chris Pratt too. Let's see. So many ways we can go. You just introduced me to the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, All right. Let's do that then. Chris Pratt. Okay. I see a way out of this. Let's see if you guys can pick up what I'm putting down. Chris Pratt to uh, Avengers Infinity War with Chris Evans. Mm. We're so close, guys. (laughs)
0: Are Polly we Colton, Chris Evans? <laughs> yeah, are we? We're
1: we're two we're two away <laughs> by my
0: count. Oh, I know,
2: I know, I know, I know you. I know where you're going. Is it a movie that
0: I have seen? Oh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> it's a movie you love. Come on, right. yeah. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a swing. I don't know where you're going. Uh, Chris Evans was in Scott Pilgrim. Okay. Well uh, if you to add, this is gonna go way off the rails. You can, <laughs> Michael Sarah?
2: No. You can <laughs> say it. You can save it.
1: You 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 can save it, Marcus. <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> Obviously
2: we do not share one mind. <laughs> Occasionally we get lucky and I knew what Brett was going, but now I have no idea where he wants me to go.
1: Well, I mean do do what you, like. You could do exactly what I would do, but I don't know if you're going to do that.
2: Uh, uh, I don't know. You're literally there. <laughs> well, I well we can't use the same movie. Why not? <laughs> that was the rule. That's uh, a rule. We used that rule last time, so that's what I'm saying. I can't use anyways, canon. We'll come back. We'll co- no, don't tell him. Don't, don't tell him. Him. We'll come <laughs> back. <laughs> All right, then uh, I'm gonna. Who I, I there's obviously people that have worked with Michael Sarah, but yes. I want somebody that <laughs> all right. I'm just gonna go for it and then Brett, you figure it out from here. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh Jonah Hill in Super Bad.
1: Okay. And Jonah Hill is super bad. Uh how do I get back? Okay, Jonah Hill to.
2: Ugh, I don't want to leave there. I didn't want to leave. I well, I, it's the rules, man.
1: I know. Okay, fine. We'll I'll open it back up again. We'll do Jonah Hill to uh, Brad Pitt, *Honeyball*. All
0: right. Brad Pitt and *Inglorious Bastards*. And let's use George Clooney. Wait, George
2: Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you could if you want to go with uh, a different movie. Uh,
0: yeah, let's just do that. Ocean's Eleven. Right. With George Clooney. George Clooney.
2: Aye, aye, aye. All right. What George Clooney movies... Were there?
1: I mean, just pick one because like,
2: at this point, <laughs> you know, we'll, I, we'll honestly, just figure it out. <laughs> I'm having a hard time even thinking of George Clooney movies.
1: Uh, it's so hard to count. Throwing There's out. only a million
2: throwing out. No, I want not that's still t- done. All right, Quentin
1: Tarantino, you know what?
2: No, what? I'll, I'll change that. No, Make that'll a work a little bit. Okay,
1: Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. All right, let me again help you. Quentin Tarantino to Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction.
2: All right, you think these are helping us? But
1: I'm I'm helping <laughs> you by getting you to a person that has so many ways <laughs> to take it. Just get me back to Marvel. Let's go our original
2: plan. <laughs> we can't go back to uh, uh, Scott. Oh, That's fine. I, I, have, multiple... I have another way.
0: All right, so we'll go Marvel. Uh, Samuel Jackson, and we did Endgame, so we'll just do. I, I did Infinity War. You didn't yeah. Infinity War, so we'll do Endgame with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do Chris Hemsworth. Chris
2: Hemsworth. Uh... All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. This one's going to go on for a while. Uh,
1: I see a way out of it. <laughs> if we can get to Emma Stone, we win.
2: <laughs> Emma Stone, huh? Uh, okay, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I don't want to go Marvel. Alright, I'll kind of do a, <laughs> a cheat. Uh, he was in Men in Black, whatever that one was called, with now I can't think of her name. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Yes, that's who I was okay. thinking. All
1: right, um, Tessa Thompson's good. So now, can we cross over into TV, or are we?
2: No, nah, I'll, I'll, we'll
1: stick to movies then. Okay. Hmm. Tessa Thompson. We'll go to Sylvester Stallone in Creed.
2: Good job. I uh, I just want to say the only reason we're still playing this game
0: <laughs> is because of Keenan.
2: Yes. He's going to kick himself. When, when, when yeah, you're going X- to be like, oh, man. Feel free,
0: feel free to explain
2: it to me. After. Oh, we will. No, you, we won't need to explain it. Once we tell you, you'll be like, oh, okay. All right, we're at Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. That's for Keenan. Mm.
0: All right, I think if, if we go this route, it might open it up a little bit more. Because there are so many actors in this, but I don't know which one I want to go with. Right,
2: I know where you're going. So
0: I'm trying to think of, like... Uh. So, I'm going Stallone to The Expendables. Okay. But what actor...
1: Take a
2: pic. W- I wish I knew any more Macaulay Culkin movies, <laughs> except for the one or well, the two. Well,
1: yeah, I, I, I only really know two or three.
0: I only know two. <laughs> and there's and like only one, one I know my name. <laughs> <sighs> uh, gosh. Uh, let's just go with Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis.
2: All right. You know, I, I feel like we've been taking a while, so I'm going to ask for help if you guys could think of anything. Is there any Bruce Willis movie? I'm not going to give a direct thing to Macaulay Colton. Any Bruce Willis movie that you can think of that is somewhat connected to Robert De Niro?
1: <laughs> that was the way I was going to go too, was to Robert De Niro. <laughs>
2: Uh, oh man, I just thought of something too. Did you? Robert De Niro's in uh, Jackie Brown.
1: Oh yeah, we messed this up so many times.
2: <laughs> we could have had Jackie Brown the same hill I
1: blame Keaton.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe there's another way to get to <laughs> Jackie Brown. So you, uh, what are you at
1: Bruce Willis right now?
2: Bruce Willis, who was in a pulp fiction, or he was in pulp fiction. There's gotta be is Harvey Keitel and Jackie Brown.
1: Um, I don't think so.
2: It's gonna be freaking Samuel Jackson. That's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bruce Willis. Uh, was in. I mean, could you get into like Christian
1: Bale or Bradley Cooper?
2: You know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Uh... Something for Keenan, which kind of actually works. Uh, Bruce Willis oh, yeah. was in Looper.
0: <laughs> Looper. Oh, God. Here we
2: go. <laughs> God's gift to <of> the earth. JGL. <laughs> Joseph Gordon. Love it. All right. Where are we taking this one? <laughs> All right. You were asking about Christian Bale. Go ahead. I'm, just, I'm leaving it there. Is it me? I yeah,
1: and you brought it to Looper.
2: I brought it to Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
1: Joseph Gordon-Levitt. All right. Let's see. There's a lot of ways we can take this too. Uh, Okay. No, we already did super bad.
2: Damn it. (laughs) Well, Uh, you were trying to get to your
0: Christian Bale to Christian
2: Bale. That's true. All right,
1: fine, I'll do it that way. Christian Bale to Christian Bale and whatever. Dark, we what, need, which Batman is it? Dark Knight Rises? It was
2: the last one. Yeah. We need to finish this. Okay. But now, we have no idea. Well, that's the go. problem. That's why I didn't want to do it, because I'm the only one
0: that knows the movie. <laughs> so I'm going to have to take a, a Sling <laughs> in the Dark Air. Oh, my gosh, this okay. is
2: a disaster. To Give him some or. hints. Give him some <laughs> hints. We, we are...
1: Okay. Just go to American Hustle
2: with Robert De Niro. Was Robert De Niro in American yes. Hustle? Yes. Are we doing that, Keenan? You're the last <laughs> say. You can go with this any way you want.
0: <laughs> and what's the connection? He's, he's in American
1: Hustle
0: about. with Robert De Niro. Okay. Go <laughs> there, <down, is>. Marcus.
2: <laughs> Robert De Niro was in Good Fellas with Joe Pesci.
1: And Joe Pesci was in Home Alone with Macaulay
0: Culkin. <laughs> All right.
2: How many, how many is All that? Right. I guess. Hold on. I'm, I got to count this out. It's kind of. Uh... <laughs> <Amazing. laughs> this is
0: ridiculous. That was great. This is probably going to be the record. Yeah, this beat. is what? We, That's 21. I was
1: going to say, we had to hit 20. <laughs> 21 yes. great movie
0: that was
2: ridiculous alright and then explain okay. yourself you
1: were there you were there we got you to Chris Evans and I'm like okay I'm thinking if he can just go through Scott Pilgrim and then you're like Chris Evans was in Scott Pilgrim I'm like yes and then you did not say Kieran Culkin Kieran Culkin
2: <laughs> who was in Home Alone he was the he was the one that uh, peased the bed
1: Kieran Culkin and oh, Macaulay okay. Culkin
0: are related <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was funny i'm also kind of glad that you didn't because we got to go on that wild goose chase uh,
2: yeah um, that was a ridiculous
0: that was, that was
2: ridiculous
1: all right 21 is our worst 20 so there you go listener if you want to know how to get from macaulay culkin to <laughs> to uh danny mcgriden 21 steps that's how you do it
0: 21 simple steps <laughs> yeah. If you want to do it a little bit quicker, go back about 10 minutes make the correction. Yeah,
1: you know, there's so many
2: that we could have done.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, once we got to Samuel Jackson, too,
2: it was like uh, three steps away from that, too. The problem, though, is if one
1: of us knows the way, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we all have to know the same way.
2: All it does is infuriate the other. Yes. Stuff, yes. Or the other one.
0: And that's my favorite part.
2: <laughs> All right, guys.
1: I think it's time for our best of bad reviews that we found of the movie. So we scoured the reviews. Um, critics left of this movie that hated it for some reason. And we wanted to bring you some of their malicious words. And I, I don't know. I'll let you be the judge. So what do you guys got?
0: I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, so I have from Variety, Peter Bruges. And I don't know if you guys, as going through these, kind of saw a trend. But you'll, you'll kind of see where I, I, I got this. Uh, those hoping for feature-length doses of Andy Samberg's Lazy Sunday wit will have to settle for just plain lazy, as Hot Rod aims low and still manages to miss the target. Boo. Boo. Okay. Going through the reviews, I saw multiple mentions of Lazy Sunday. If you're comparing it to a three-minute <laughs> clip on Saturday Night Live... A, a
2: music video, nonetheless. It's not even, like... It's not even a skit. It's a music video.
1: Also, I like that they said it misses the target, but that's actually a compliment, because that's, like, what he does the whole movie. Is he just misses everything.
2: <laughs> and on top of that, it probably wasn't the target they were aiming for.
1: Right. And also, if you're going to quote a skit or a sketch... Quote the best one, and that's the... Mm, what you say? <laughs> Still, one of the greatest comedic moments in, in Saturday Night Live history. Amazing. What do you got, Marcus?
2: All right. Well, I, I know that we usually go for bad reviews here. But if you guys listened to us last week, I went pretty hard on this guy. Oh, no. <laughs> this no-name... <laughs> critic nobody's really ever heard of but I think he might have redeemed himself uh, He he's quoted as saying it's funny pretty much all the way through even in the final showdown before or between Rod and his stepdad I've seen countless movie fights that stagger the imagination but this one goes over the top and comes down on the other side so I mean he, he enjoyed the movie he understood that it was funny. He gave it three out of four. Uh, so maybe Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun Times, maybe he does have somewhat of a future in movie critic. But I don't know. We'll wait and see. First off, did you say
1: Roger Ebert? Uh, <laughs> no, you... I
2: said Roger Ebert.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if he has a future. That was a really sad joke to make, but all right. <laughs>
0: I, I, I see you. I see He's you still around, right? No.
2: <laughs> I know. Oh. I absolutely know.
0: Um
1: all right guys, I got one here from it's from a Linda Cook at the Quad City Time from Davenport, Iowa, wherever that may be. Um Linda says, "Here's a strange hit and miss uh here's a strange hit and miss approach to the kind of movie in which Will Ferrell usually stars." <laughs> So her complaint is that this is a movie that Will Ferrell usually makes. Will Ferrell is not in this movie. So is I her, think
0: he
2: is like one of the producers. He, well. he,
1: I was reading that um, the script was written by Pam Brady, uh, who wrote one of the South Park movies, and that the Lonely Island crew rewrote it to match their comedy style, but took the script for her because they said they couldn't not see Will Ferrell in, in the role. So they made it their own. But also, don't bring an actor into a movie who's not in the movie. (laughs) Like, is she upset that Will Ferrell does movies like this? Is she upset that Will Ferrell is not in this? Does she just not like Will Ferrell? Answer yourself for your 13-year-old opinion, Linda. I need to know. (laughs) Listen, Linda.
0: (laughs) Tweet us at Rotten Gems Pod.
1: Yes. Uh, Tell us.
0: I would like the movie more if it was Tom Hardy. Uh, I'll just say that. (laughs)
1: Hey, I like Tom Hardy, too. Um, All right, guys. So that is Hot Rod. Thanks for sticking around with us. Hot Rod, again, scored 39% on Rotten Tomatoes by critics. Yes, critics believe that Michael Bay's Transformers (laughs) was somehow better than this one, which, again, is at 58%. Um, Thanks for sticking around, guys. And in the words of Mr. Rod Kimball, life is pain. we got to scrape the joy out of it every chance we get. Uh, join us next time when we talk about heavyweights. Until then, what do we say, fellas?
2: Keep it rotten. Still rotten. <laughs> uh, Be as rotten as you can 110% of the time. Oh, callback. I like it. <laughs> party.